So hi, welcome to Good Noise Podcast with Corey from Prince Daddy and the Hyena. We're going to ask him some questions today. I'm going to start. Uh, so what inspired you to start the band, and what does the band name mean? What inspired me to start the band was... Uh, also, by the way, if I start cutting out, you got to tell me immediately. Don't okay. hold oh, back. Of course. Okay. Of course. Also, Don't hold back. Okay, cool. cool. <laughs> um, uh, what inspired me to start the band was... I don't really know what else to do. I kind of okay. just, it's all I know how to do is my parents bought me a guitar when I was like 13 and I was like, okay, I guess this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I learned how to play Green Day songs, learned how to play Weezer songs, Strokes, whatever. Mm-hmm. Indie rock, alternative rock, punk rock, whatever. I learned yeah. how to play all those songs and I just kind of was just... Uh, throughout... Mid, like late middle school and all of high school, I was just I kind of accepted like I don't really know what else to do. This is obviously what I'm doing, so I kind of mm-hmm. just went all for it. Um, what does the band name mean? Yep. I feel like I respect y'all too much to give y'all bullshit answers, so I'm just not. So I'm just gonna choose not to answer it. <laughs> <laughs> Because okay. <laughs> usually, usually when interviewers ask me what what it means, I usually give them some like stupid ass bullshit answer. Uh-huh. But okay. I, I I I feel bad doing that to y'all, so I'm just not gonna do it. Hey Dom, since it's round two, you, you're good to go. Yeah, you're good to come in. And my my buddy Dom is gonna go do his thing on his computer over there. Hi Dom. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, you probably fed us bullshit on round one, and now mm-hmm. we can pick up on your bullshit. So. It wouldn't yes. have flown this time. Yes, you can pick up on my ball. Is this is is that exactly what I told you last time? I don't think so. I don't. You, I, think I don't you might think have so. Us. I probably I probably gave you the bullshit. Last yeah, time. I'm pretty sure you did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god, that's so cool. That is <laughs> so amazing. Cool. That's the coolest thing what I've an ever heard. Interesting story. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's funny. Yeah, so, no, uh, I'm I'm not gonna bullshit you this time. I'm gonna be real with y'all. Thank you. We appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> appreciate it. Uh, so, congrats on your newest release, Cosmic Thrill Seeker. How do you feel the response to the album so far? Uh, I feel humbled. I feel great. I feel um, I put a lot of work and effort into that, and I feel like um, the reception has been pretty positive i mean oh shit we're not yeah. a, oh. we're not we're, we're oh is it cutting out you're back yeah you're back you're back it was for like one Woo! second that was close yeah. mm-hmm. um i think i think it's been great i think anyone who listens to it loves it and i think i think we're, i think it's got a it's written as an album, not as songs. Mm-hmm. So as far as the new age of listeners goes with like Spotify and, and Apple music and such, it seems like a difficult album to like hit viral mm-hmm. because there's no like singles really. Yeah. But I feel like the people who like us and the people who listen to it as it's, as it is intended to be listened to, uh, get out of it what I intended people to get out of it, which I think is all I could ever ask for. 
Like so, like I, I, I don't know if we gained any new fans off of it, but I can, I can tell you that the fans we had prior to it have definitely grown more attached to the concept of Prince Daddy since. Okay. Huh. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't like following anyone, let alone you guys, when this album came out. But what I can see is that just everybody that stumbled across it, like you said, has loved it. So yeah. I don't know if it was gaining fans or if just everyone that you had loved it, but um, they loved it. So that's all that matters. Right mm-hmm. on. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you yeah. so much. Uh, so can you tell me a little about your writing process for this album? Um, For that record, it was a lot of the very neurotic OCD kind of... Um. I'm proud of how it came out, but I'm not really proud of the process because it was very, um, I kept everyone in the dark until I was done, essentially. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, I essentially finished the record and then was like, all right, here guys, listen to this. I'll teach you your parts, blah, blah, blah. Oh. It was, it was a lot less collaborative than like our new, our new record that we're about to record next month, which is oh. like, which is more, um, Prince Daddy than just Corey. Okay. That's yeah. exciting. That's exciting. Uh, can you tell me where Headspace was while creating that record? Um, If you can remember. It was like 2019. No, I definitely can. I'm just trying to figure <laughs> out the right words. Okay. Um, I was struggling to get back to reality because i faced some kind of i got really into acid for a second lsd for a second and then all of a sudden this one time i took it and it kind of like my life kind of flip-flopped over and i was like what's going on here and i had this whole kind of um revelation and i was and i was freaking out a little bit and uh i just kind of felt a little stuck and scared and overwhelmed because i had this bad acid trip and i felt like i was not coming out Mm. and during that time i was trying to like watch and listen and read things that um were comforting to me Mm -hmm. like you know like when you're a little kid, the things that comfort you, blah, blah, blah. And I watched Wizard of Oz and I just found all of these um, parallels within Wizard of Oz and what I was going through. So I just kind of wrote an album that kind of um, followed that trajectory mm-hmm. through the lens of uh a never ending come down. Hmm. Okay. Wow. That sounds really crazy. I know it does. But you just gotta work with me here. <laughs> so, I kinda understand it. Just a yeah. little bit. So interesting. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so on a lighter note, what band or artist influence do you think you can hear the most on this album? What was that? What band? What band or artist influences do you think you hear the most on this album? 
I feel like I was probably while I was writing this, I was probably listening to a lot of this band called Granddaddy. You ever heard of Granddaddy? No, I don't think so. It's time we check them out. They're amazing. <laughs> okay. They're very, very great. They're very great. Mm-hmm. Um, I was listening to a lot of Granddaddy. Obviously, like Green Day, mm-hmm. like My Chem, like whatever, whatever. Any stereotypical, like cliche things you think might have influenced the record probably did influence the record. <laughs> okay. But. Also, I was listening to bands like my peers, like Oso and Strange Ranger and Kississippi and um, Maxi, like stuff like that. Just friends. Yeah, yeah. Like it, I, I listen to a lot of music. So just mm-hmm. all sorts of shit, whatever you were listening to at the time. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't really think it. Cosmic Thrones is like the amalgamation of like me like getting super hype on this one band this one mm-hmm. band whatever it may be i think it was just like just like lp1 lp2 lp3 lp4 lp5 will be it's just like i listen to a lot of music and this is all of it combined so it's just your sound then pretty much yeah yeah i guess okay. yeah hmm. that's good that's good uh so this question should go like super super fast off the top of your head i want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words. Uh, Cosmic Throw Seekers? Cheap. Took the easy way out. No, 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 no. I'm asking that record, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I didn't, those weren't the three words. Those weren't the three oh, okay. words. I'm asking. If you, if you want to describe your new album. <laughs> you two both were like, you two both were so quick to hop on me. You're like, all right, fuck you, dude. <laughs> Oop, can I swear? Yes. Okay? Yes. Swear. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, if you wanted to describe the manic? new album as well, you can. Uh, we'll save that for another podcast. Okay. 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 Next time I'm on. Okay, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Manic? Um... Do you mind if I if I if I take a little time to think? I, I, sure, sure. Um, cyclical, manic, cyclical, and um, overwhelming. Overwhelming. <laughs> okay, yeah. that's a good one. <laughs> I think that about fits the album, mm-hmm. right? That seems about accurate, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um. So is there a certain feeling you want your listeners to have while, like, listening to the album? Uh, it depends. I mean, I made it a, a distinct point to separate the album into three different acts because they all represent three different, um, like, phases of a cyclical mental health thing that I've been going through over the past however many years since I graduated high school or whatever. So I think depending on what part of the album you're listening to, it's going to change drastically. For mm-hmm. me, I mean, that's how it's written at least. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so when shows come back, what three songs off the album are you looking forward to playing most? Um... I think playing I Lost My Life 
the first song is awesome because it's mostly just me and guitar and no full band. So like I can really hear when people sing along and that's really special to me. Yeah. That really, that, that's, that like makes my night when I hear people singing along. Um, Wacky Misadventures, the last song is a special song for me. It's actually by my, my buddy Dom who just walked out of the room. Oh, um, and prototype is one that I always have so much fun playing. Not because of any like sentimental reason. I just think like as far like compositionally, I feel like that song is very, very fun for me to play. Just I feel like I'm in like uh I feel like I'm like Fountains of Wayne playing Stacy's mom when I play that song and I feel very great about it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's good. And since we're talking about live music for a second, I just wanted to say that you told us the story of how you got how you got banned from that one venue the last time we interviewed you, and ever in since Boston, I, yeah, ever since I added you on Twitter to have you come back on, that has been like replaying in my head that story. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, realistically. I hope my manager was bullshitting me a little bit. Like, I hope he was, like, hyping up a little bit more than it was supposed to be hyped up. Mm -hmm. Like, I hope he was just being, like, hope it was worth it, Core. Like, you got in trouble. <laughs> rather, than, rather than being, like, you're never allowed to play there again. You just fucked up your entire career, blah, blah, blah. Like, I doubt that's really the case. But, like, mm -hmm. hopefully, hopefully... Next time we're on tour, we play that place again and we redeem ourselves and everyone's safe and sound and there's no ambulances and everyone's feeling good about themselves. That'd be good. No yeah, that would be wonderful. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what song on Cosmic Thrill Seekers took the longest to write and which one is your personal favorite? Um, I would say... Wacky Misadventures probably took the longest to write. Because mm -hmm. it was kind of... I was trying to sum up... I wrote a concept album and then I was kind of trying to sum up the entire thing into mm -hmm. one kind of epic. Oh, wow. And um, that turned out to be probably one of my favorite songs on the record. Either that or um, the self-titled song are my two favorite songs on the record. Okay. Solid, yeah, solid picks. Case. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, how do you feel about the growth that has happened throughout the band uh, from your debut to now? It could be personal growth too. That too. Um, I feel like I actually have a lot of feelings about that. I feel like um, our first record. A fit in the leaving is like, I like it. I definitely like it, but I don't feel like it's as true to Corey to me mm -hmm. as possible. Whereas I felt like once Cosmic Thrill Seekers hit, I was able to um, gain the confidence to write as true to myself as possible. Whereas with the first record, it was. Um, 
that's the that's the first record I ever wrote. This is the first band I've ever been in. This that's the first record I ever wrote. So so I was kind of trying to like um not mock, but like imitate other bands. I was trying to um just like uh there were just points when i feel like i was like kind of shielding myself with like this like uh energy of not giving a fu- not giving a fuck i can swear right yes yes yeah I, I feel like i was shielding myself with like this energy of like not giving a fuck like i'm i like I'm a slacker and I don't care because whatever I do, whatever I like, it doesn't matter, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like as, as much as I wish that was the case, like, I feel like that was never the case. And I, that was always just kind of like a mask for something else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that something else kind of, um, pulled through on cosmic throw seekers and will pull through far more on the next LP. Okay. So you've just opened up a lot more. Yeah, I feel, I feel like I'm I'm less I mean, I'm just as insecure, but I'm more open to um elaborate my insecurities to whoever's listening. Okay. All right. Uh so back to live shows for a second. Do you guys have any pre-show rituals? Um uh... I know it's been a minute. Yeah, it's been it's been a minute for sure. Absolutely. Last time we chat, you were about to go out on tour. Yep. And then it just paused. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we yell a lot. We get really hyped, and we 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 scream a good amount. We fifty percent of us. I'm not going to say what fifty percent of us will chug a beer. We'll shotgun a beer and take a shot or whatever. Um, jumping jacks like just anything to get us like really fucking amped because we like to get on stage and just be ready to fucking go and whatever whatever the crowd has to give to us we like to be able to give it back you know yeah so um yeah i mean whoever in the band drinks we will drink a lot a lot a lot before the set and then Whoever in the band doesn't just gets hype with us and does jumping jacks and dances around and screams and sings like an idiot. Okay. So it's just chaos. It's kind of just chaos. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That sounds great. <laughs> uh, so where do you see the band in the next five years? And you mentioned you're working on a new record. So what can you tell us about that? Um... Next five years, it's kind of hard to say because I don't know when we can play shows again. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, we record our record in three weeks. We record our record the first week of January. Wow. Um, we recorded all the demos for it. It's like 15 new songs we have demoed out. Uh we are beyond stoked about it. I don't think any of us have ever been more excited about new songs than right now. Mm-hmm. Um, how, what was the timeline you gave me? 
Five years. Five years? Oh, mm -hmm. that's hard. It is. <laughs> um, it's a long time. In five years, I mean, there's the hopefully and then there's the realistically. Those are two mm -hmm. different answers. Hopefully, I mean, we're opening up for Green Day, right? Yeah, Ho well, Green Day is opening for you. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah yeah hopefully in five years we have green day playing basket case before we get on and play. Mm -hmm. i forgot to take my meds today and then realistically we have us kind of um headlining shows playing to people playing to a handful of people who would like to scream in my face and point their finger in my face and jump up and down and jump on the crowd and jump up on stage and sing along and like that I honestly like if once that happens that's there's always more there's always like I could always ask for more right mm -hmm. no matter where you are in life you can always ask for more but as our last headlining tour, like the headline, the one headlining tour we got to do off, off of Cosmic Thrill Seekers, like that was a dream come true for me to have to have people like crowd surfing and pointing their fingers at me and screaming words to songs that came out seven days ago is like a dream come true. So like I can't really ask for more than that. Okay. Yeah. Very wholesome. You're all about mm -hmm. that finger pointing, huh? As long as the crowd's pointing yeah. at you, that's all that matters. If they're pointing at me, if they're screaming, if they lose their voice by the end of the night like I do, then that's fine with me. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's good. Yeah. Um, so for the last couple of questions, we're actually going to shift away from music and go straight to death row. Boom. Uh, so if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Even bigger boom. What would my last meal be, including the drink? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. Wait, really? We're that close to the end of this? I was having fun. Oh. <laughs> come up with. While I'm answering this, come up with some more questions. I don't want this to end. All right. Um, I mean. Glory said she's got more funny questions. Yeah, I, yeah I have, I'm fine let's with Let's test that. them out. Oh, okay, sure. Um, second. My mom's homemade mac and cheese with the breadcrumbs on top is something I have never witnessed. I It's never been matched before. I love my mama's homemade mac and cheese with the breadcrumbs on top. Maybe put a little sriracha on top. Mix it in. Yep. Okay. I'm in. Alright. Uh, as far as drink, I, I'm not much of a drink guy. I've actually... This is going to sound so lame. This is going to sound so lame, but... I have no, like, my diet, my dietary restrictions are pretty much zero. Like, I'll eat whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, whatever it is. But the only dietary restriction I have is that I don't really drink calories unless they get me drunk. Okay. So, unless it's beer or, like, Trulies or vodka or anything, whatever drinks I have are either, like, diet, Coke, seltzer water coffee you know it's like calorie-less drinks which i know is lame as hell that's so lame and people probably think oh Corey's an old little piece of piece of shit but that's the one dietary restriction i hold for myself because i drink a lot i drink like 
not drink like alcohol, but drink like I consume liquids a lot. Mm-hmm. So I I try to make it so that like I don't when I'm consuming liquids, it's not uh, detrimental to um, my my belly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So I wrote up a couple extra questions. So we have a, a little bit of time extra. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. this question hit uh, super well last time I asked it. So I'm gonna ask it again. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Who is your favorite member of One Direction? I don't know what my answer was last time. But I remember. I'm going to assume it's the same as this time. Okay. And I'm going to say I really have no idea about any yep. of them. So I yep. really hope none of them did anything problematic or anything. No, they haven't. None of them, right? <laughs> no. Okay, good. Okay, good. My favorite member would probably have to be Harry because my mm-hmm. best friend Frankie's is a, my best friend Frankie who mm-hmm. plays drums in the band Maxiel mm-hmm. is obsessed with Harry as you should be. Yeah, they're obsessed with Harry mm-hmm. and that's essentially all I know about One Direction is that my best friend loves Harry. Yeah. So that's exactly what you said last time. So really, <laughs> cool. except yeah. it hit so much better because Glory didn't cool. ask it to you really awkward. And yeah. Last time you just kind of looked at her and was like, "Yeah, I it don't was know any of the One Direction members. It's Harry." Oh, and then God. you were like, "Next question." So for these next couple of questions, we've never asked them before. Glory made them nope. up about thirty seconds ago. So if they hit yep. poorly. You asked for this. <laughs> yeah. I asked for this. This is me. This is all Corey's doing. Let's, let's hear him. Throw him on me. So if you yeah. could become an animal for the rest of your lifetime, what would it be? A porpoise. A porpoise? You know that Wait, isn't that the swimming one? That's the swimming one. Yeah, I yeah. love porpoises. Mm-hmm. I love porpoises so much. They're my That's favorite true. animal ever. Mm-hmm. They're like a... They all... This is... To any marine biologist out there, I apologize if this sounds stupid, but they almost mm-hmm. seem like a mixture between a whale and a dolphin. Okay. And my two favorite animals are whales and dolphins, so it's like, why wouldn't I want to be a porpoise? You're making a lot of points right now. So. But that being back. said, I could be completely wrong, and a marine, bi- a marine biologist might pop up here and be like, Corey, you sound like a fucking idiot right now. <laughs> And if so, so be it. But yeah. that's how I see it right now, at okay. this moment in my life. A porpoise. Okay, a porpoise. Yeah. Sounds great. I hate how a I didn't finish one. the question and you had your answer. Mm-hmm. Like you've <laughs> thought about this before. See, you know why? You want to know something funny? What? What? I'm really not an animal guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like I don't hate animals, but like, yeah. I don't quite like. I don't have a lot of pets. Like my family does, but like. I don't go out of my way to have like pets and I like animals. Like when I go to the petting zoo or whatever, like I, I think they're cute and awesome and epic, but like I'm not like amazed by them. Yeah. But a porpoise is a whole different situation for me. If mm-hmm. I see a dolphin, a whale, or a porpoise or a shark or something, yeah. I love marine marine life. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when I see that shit, I'm all about it. Okay. Nice. That sounds great. <laughs> Porpoise it is. Porpoise. Uh, yeah. 
So if you could listen to one song for the rest of your life, what song would it be? Wow. Yeah. Really? Mm -hmm. Okay. Let me check my Spotify on my phone real quick. Okay. Do you mind? No. No, not at all. Okay, cool. I'm going to check. Just like that's kind of a that's a hefty question right there. it is yeah. yeah and honestly whatever question whatever answer i give you is probably not going to be completely historically accurate mm -hmm. it's fine just to be like at the moment mm -hmm. okay yeah that's fine yeah, that's fine yeah okay um do you know do you know that band everclear i feel like i've heard of them all right let's skip that one then <laughs> okay uh that you you know that you know that lady Carly Rae Jepsen? Of, of course. course. Okay. Well, the last record she put out, Dedicated. Mm -hmm. There's a song on it called "You Always Got the Right Words at the Wrong Time." That's mm -hmm. her. I didn't know that. I think that song is amazing. I I I've been running a lot lately. I've been mm -hmm. like doing a lot of like you know physical exercise, and that's yeah. I have that album on repeat and that's always the song i'm always like okay i should probably listen to that one more time one more time Just i one love one. that song one more time turns into <laughs> an hour exactly, exactly. <laughs> an hour worth of one song that like literally that's it though like i i will li i'll listen to that for like 45 minutes as you should that's fair yeah so picture this <laughs> you're on a desert island you can yep. only bring one book movie and person yep. who would those be a book, a movie, a person? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, book. <clears throat> I'm going to say Sirens of Titan by mm -hmm. Vonnegut. Okay. That's the name of the book, right? Did I get that right? No. I, I'm not sure. We'll say sure. <laughs> I think that's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Sometimes they get that and the anime attack on Titan mixed up. But uh -huh. Sirens of Titan is the Vonnegut book, and I love that book. It 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 the acid trip I referred to earlier. Mm -hmm. It reading that book actually propped me out of that bad trip. Oh. So that's been an important book to me. Um, book, movie, person. Mm-hmm. Movie. Dom, what's one comfort movie for me? Like, my most comforting movie? Probably E.T. E.T. Gremlins or E.T., right? TMNT 2. Yeah, I guess... I have a lot... I love movies. I spend a lot of my time watching movies. <laughs> um, I would say... Can I choose two? Sure. Gremlins mm -hmm. or Nightmare on Elm Street 3? Okay. Gremlins. Taste. It's a great movie. It's Love pretty... it. Love mm -hmm. it. Humans. Dom. Obviously. Dom. Dom is my man. Yeah. Okay. That's him. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you want to tell him why you keep on pointing back to him? Or... <laughs> it's very wholesome. Uh, either him or Cameron or anyone else in my band, oh. or Jake, our manager. I I love my, I love the human beings that I spend my time with. 
but he lives with me, so it's a different story. Yeah. He sleeps in my bed. I sleep on my couch. <laughs> That's fair. That's a That's true fair. story. I'm not making that shit up. He sleeps on my bed, I sleep on my couch. That's completely valid. That's, mm-hmm. <laughs> That's uh, how you know I love that kid. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, so, if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? A fictional world? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, I would love, ah, I want to say like, I'm okay. So in this reality, I'm who mm-hmm. I am still. I just go to a different universe. If you want to be a part of that universe and have like whatever powers or abilities they have as well, you can. But if you just want to stay yourself, that's cool too. It's really up to you. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's all good. <laughs> this is a big question. It is, yeah. Mustard's like kind cantina, like comes to mind, but like, I'm not a tough guy, so like, if I were to go there. Mm-hmm. I'd get my ass whooped. Oh. So, like, if I was a different character, mm-hmm. I would go there. As Corey Gregory, I would probably go to... Um... This is tough. I feel like there's a yeah. really good answer out there, but I just can't put my finger on it. We get a lot. Hmm. I mean, I guess. Hmm. I don't know. I really don't know. I guess hmm. you know you know the fairy world and fairly odd parents. Of course, that always seemed very positive and enlight and like enlightening to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I like that's like. I'm sure if if you gave me like five more minutes, I could have come up with something a little bit more personal. But mm-hmm. that came to mind immediately. That's yeah. a pretty okay. solid answer. I'm pretty sure you said fairly odd parents last time. I might be wrong, but it sounded familiar. So I'm a predictable young man. <laughs> So, I have the honor of asking the last question, and okay. every single person we've spoken to has said it's the most important question. What's your favorite color? Purple. Dark purple. Specific. Sh- dark, oh, dark, 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 dark. Like plum. Okay. Plum. That's solid. Taste. Yeah. Um, plum. So, plum. as I said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, no. I'm just, I'm just here to hang out. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's <laughs> Well, uh, thank you for listening. This has been Corey from Prince Daddy and the Hyena and Worthy Good Noise podcast.